With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, yeah! Get ready! Get pumped! Here it comes from the web department! <laughs> Alright. Well, I, I had a cool grand plan for intro here but as <laughs> most things go what happened it, i just realized that i only am working with like one like uh audio port for the computer so oh, I, I couldn't boy. do exactly what i wanted to do but you know what it, it'll be fine and whatnot so yeah i, I think it'll be fine anyway so well. <laughs> well welcome to the web department everyone Here's open. <laughs> i mean this is pretty much i mean what you're looking at right now from us with this podcast is i mean kind of like what it's like in real life for us so yeah i mean that's just how it goes but this show actually first and foremost i have to apologize for the last show and i didn't tell you this as i forgot what um for some reason it only recorded 20 minutes not recorded it only uploaded 20 minutes of the last episode like so when i was saving the file for some reason it didn't save the whole file like it said it was complete and then it sh- and then it never saved the rest and i thought that it had saved the whole file cuz it told me that it was complete and here i am s- i'm 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 stupid scientist from terminator trusting machines well so now what so now nobody got to hear the last part of that episode and it's lost out there in the digital world somewhere <sighs> it's so annoying that's why so what i'm doing as a failsafe now is i have logged into the place where we upload our episodes on every computer, so I'm just going to upload it right from there. I'm not even going to bother taking it from one spot to another. I feel like we we executed the perfect ending. Too. We executed the perfect ending, and none of you got to hear it. Uh, man. None of you got to hear it, but um, yeah. But to make up for it, my hopes and dreams. Yeah, to make up for it, though, for all you wrestling fans, we did have a bonus episode uh, from the web department where our friend Mike Patrick from WGY uh, got to interview um, a couple wrestlers um for it was like a big uh, fathom event thing that was going on and uh if you if you enjoy wrestling i think it was uh i forget who we who who we had the chance to interview but you should go check it out it's episode 35 of um from the web department so the guest host with guest host and i've told him he's gonna be doing a, a few more of these type of things yeah. so sit tight stay tuned saddle up um but matt and i are fresh from coming back from in my opinion, one of the best concerts I've ever seen, and that would be the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. It, it was up there. Just, especially, like, the uh, the atmosphere. Yeah. We really got contributed to, to it. witness history in the making. Yeah. Maybe not history. But one of the best concerts that I've been to, one of the best rock concerts that I've been to, yeah, hands down, and to top it off, at Madison Square Garden. Right, that the 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 craziness of the people everywhere. Yeah, packed house, sold out. Right, 
you could see the you know the general mission area. Right, right, right. Just chock full. Yeah. And uh, everything was full. It was they, they killed it too. Like yeah, they were great. It was it was a phenomenal concert, and I am really really happy that that I got to go. Yeah, because I've never gotten to see them before. Like I've seen them on YouTube and stuff, or like you yeah, know, actually like you know watch them on TV live before too. But but not. It's just it's so they're they're the most engaging band I've ever seen. Like absolutely obsessed with how the crowd is doing. I think that that like, is. I think that's an accurate so statement. They did. They Dave Grohl cares a lot about everybody that's going to see his show. Yeah, and it, it definitely it it definitely it, it felt it like almost <laughs> like like a personal experience, even though every, you know thousands yeah. and thousands of people are all sharing the same experience. But right, like even uh, like during the encore break when he all of a sudden it was like green. Green, yeah. green ghost hunters camera right, style, right, right. and they're backstage, and yeah. he's like interviewing the band, like how the about how they feel about coming back, yeah, out to and come doing out and do more songs. Uh, well, I think we great. should we start our journey at the beginning though, because this was more of an experience than it was just going to a concert. You folks, if this was just me doing the podcast, I would have come on, I would have said I had a great time, and I would have already shit off the mic. <laughs> 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 but Matt. <laughs> we we decided that um, instead of driving to New York City from Albany, we were all going to meet up and we were going to take the train from Poughkeepsie. Um, and then on that Friday morning, your your friend who lives in that area said, uh, you guys shouldn't take the train from Poughkeepsie. You should go one stop down, one more exit on the thruway and take the train from Beacon instead. Right. And I was like, well, that there makes sense. There's a few reasons he... You yeah, know, presented. A, it's cheaper. Yep. B, the parking lot is not bigger, but it's a smaller station. Yes. So it's effectively bigger. Yeah. Um. And parking was like slightly cheaper somehow. You said something like that. It was like twenty five cents cheaper for the twenty four yeah. hour parking. Well, yeah. So just cheaper all around. Yes. But unfortunately, <laughs> it's only one exit <laughs> further down eighty seven. Yeah. And the minute I passed the Poughkeepsie exit, which I think is 18. Poughkeepsie is 18. And then Beacon is 17. Yeah. The second I passed the 18th exit of the New York State Thruway, we came to a standstill <laughs> with just not even 10 miles to go to the next exit. Yeah. Um, They funneled everybody into one lane, and there was also like... I don't know. They were transporting these giant beams, like oversized load trucks, okay. with like with you know flasher cars ahead of and behind it, yeah, to like keep people safe. So like that was also <laughs> okay. So bumper to bumper traffic sucks enough, but then yeah. to like have those things also clogging up the works. I know. So obviously, I I tried to tell you just go on without me. I'll just drive all the way down. But you like a like a good friend. Yeah, said no, no, no. Worst case is we'll wait and just take the next train. Can't leave Lieutenant Dan behind. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you were kind of like my man on the ground. Uh, when I did finally get in there at about 3.07 for <laughs> a 3.12 train yeah. departure, Yeah, you had already flagged down a spot and sent your brother <laughs> up to <laughs> where, yeah. where, the, where the entrance road forks. Yep. And you can go to permit parking or metered yep. long-term parking. And I see your brother, and he tells me there's a there's a spot over there, so we get in there, and I'm like, "Where's BJ?" He's like, "He's getting your parking pass from the terminal." Right. So, 
there was no uh, spared no expense slash time. Right, <laughs> getting. Well, it's just super annoying because yeah. I mean, you, well, you don't have to put the ticket for the parking on your dashboard. It's all electronic, which is fine. But the machines take forever to process stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. So you're sitting there waiting, and that's another minute lost that you're possibly going to be missing your train to pay for this. The the other thing is that there was no metered parking left, and we had found and saw a sign in the moment of panic as I was like, "He's going to be here any minute." But there's not a single spot available. My brother goes, it says that after 10 a.m., permit spots are fair game. You just use your license plate to pay for the spot instead of using the spot number. And I was like, all right, so I call I call you. I get your license plate number. I'm starting to pay for it. And all of a sudden, it tells me that time is going to expire on your spot <laughs> on July 17th at 2 a.m. Now, we're going down Monday the 16th, and we're not coming back until July 17th at more or less 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And I said, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. I said, you can't have an expired ticket in one of these parking lots at two o'clock in the morning. They're going to get rid of your car. Um, We decided to roll the dice on that. Yeah. Well, on the slip, there said there was this this app that you could, you know, extend the parking, but that was only for metered parking. Right. Not for the permit spots. Not for the permit spots. Because technically, you're supposed to have a permit to park in it. You can't extend it, right? I right, guess. But, but they let you if it's right. fair game. Like right. they should have said it's fair game until two a.m. the following. Yeah, morning. ten a.m. to two a.m. Yeah. It's fair game or whatever, and then you're so park at your own risk. Well, we realized that I could not extend it, and I was just gonna have to roll the dice. And as a first time offender, I would have only been charged twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Had I gotten a ticket, and to this date, upon return, I did not have a ticket. Yeah, but who knows what the uh, mailman will bring in the coming, <laughs> coming days I'm, and weeks. So, I, I, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> who knows? Possibly that. But that but, was, ha- yeah. it was, it was uh, painting a picture. Um, my brother and I had gotten there the, like a little bit before you and we were like, well, let's just wait in the car and whatnot. And I said, this sucks. There's no, there's no spots left. Like we got to wait and see if a spot opens up so I can try and save it for yeah. for him because as of right now, like, I don't know where he's going to park. And obviously, we figured things out and, and everything. And we're just sitting in the car, relaxing. We're listening to Foo Fighters, getting all jazzed up for the show. Um, and then I see that you, you're you calling me. And I said, oh, Matt's calling me. And you were just like, I don't know what's happening, but I don't <laughs> my, think we're going to make my it. My ETA on Waze went from uh, 245 yeah. to to three like 15 yeah in the span of like three minutes yeah and i was like ah this is not looking good here yeah that stinks <laughs> no what sucks really sucks is that i really had to pee and i got out off at new baltimore to go to the rest stop and pee yeah and if i just hadn't done that you would have you probably be- would have been okay because you saw the same giant truck pulled over it was like a right ke- chemical waste uh spill yeah which didn't look like much of anything it looked like someone had spilled like maybe a thing of like Morton salt on the ground, but <laughs> well, who knows what it was. But by the time I, you were probably- You're going to make- turn into a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, yeah, man. Yeah, right. Come you on. Were, you were probably maybe like 10, 15 minutes ahead of us on the yeah. road. And by the time I got to it, they had shut down the entire right lane. Insane. With like the, you know, the move to the right truck. Right. Or move to the left truck. And if I just hadn't taken that pee break, would have been would have been there before they shut down that right lane. Yeah. You would have. So you would have. That's what I get for- that's what you get. You know. I know. Nature calls. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, so got, so it it's, it's just though. fun to like start off a trip to New York City with just 
<laughs> yeah. Almost missing your train. I know. Scrambling. Sweating. Sweating. It's freaking 95 degrees out. And then 100% humidity. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a sweat mess, like, for sure. And my brother is wearing a long sleeve button-down shirt and jeans. I looked at him and I said, are you crazy? I said, we're walking around the city to get to our hotel. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Said, no. No, he sure will. enough. Yeah, well. He had sweat through all of his clothes and we had hung them to dry while we were at the show and he put on his other <laughs> put on his other clothes. Yeah. No, I hey, see I knew that was going to happen to me and that's why I brought I think four different shirts for, oh, yeah. for a you one were night prepared, stay. Man. Yeah, no, I I know myself and I, I know my body. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know you were going to sweat. There's no getting around, especially like going to New York City, there's so many spots where the air gets trapped and you're just like no all of a sudden it's just like heat box and then all of a sudden you get out and then there's a breeze well i felt like more like there was there was a lot more heat on tuesday morning after the show walking around the city than there was on monday afternoon walking around yeah um we actually spent almost no time in that heat we went to get breakfast came back and then lifted from the hotel to grand central and okay did not participate in the heat. <laughs> no, you didn't. Well, we walked. We went out. We our our hotel was right next to Bryant Park, so we ended up getting some food at right. one a, a little restaurant by Bryant Park, and then sat in the park and ate it. And then we had some time to kill. As originally, we weren't going to catch an, a train till eleven forty three coming back, so we were like, "Well, what's the rush? I don't have to check out till 12 and yeah. not even going to leave to, to get to Grand Central until eleven. And then you had mentioned you were going to catch a ten forty three train, and we were sitting around doing nothing, walking around the city like hot and i said yeah. well screw it let's just go get our stuff yeah and my go brother back. said he's like you always come visit me in like december january or like july august he's yeah. like what is wrong with you come in the fall or the spring when right. the city is enjoyable it's like you only come at the worst times of year right so that's just the way i am though um can i, I also say right. how punctual the foo fighters are because they had said they put out on their social media that they were going to be on the stage at 8 15 8 15 hit and the Foo Fighters were on the stage. Yeah. Like, that is that is good. And we had also thought, all right, well, the show's going to probably end right at 11. And sure enough, 11 o'clock came and the show had ended. And I was like, these guys are, they have this down. They're like, I know how much time I can lollygag. I know how long each song is going to take. And yep. I am going to keep to a schedule. And I have to applaud them for that. Because that is very, very yeah, good. It was. Yep. Yeah, because if they had played any longer, I think my brother might have been a casualty of society. Yeah. Well, I'll, first I'll, I'll say that <laughs> my experience at the show was far different than yours. I was sitting, we were, we were both sitting side stage, one section apart. Yep. Um, I was down in row 12. I was on row 12. And where were you? you were I think we've, whatever the last row is before the, it was the, it was the, as far back as you can as go. As far back as yep. you could go. I think okay. it was 24, maybe. Okay. So I we we're sitting on the end, and I sat down, my brother sat down, and there were two people next to us and one seat in the middle. And I said to myself, well, the show is sold out, so this seat can't stay open, but I can yeah. hope because then we'll have a little bit more standing room. Yeah. And sure enough, 815 comes, the Foo Fighters start playing, and I see some jerk walking up in a Nirvana shirt. And I'm like, <laughs> of course, this guy is. And he goes, yeah, my feet right there. And I was like, yep, that's your seat right there, I guess. And he just sat there the whole time, didn't She'd leave like, once. No, it's not. I was like, "You're why are you wearing a Nirvana shirt? Like, stop it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. 
Yeah, it that's was, that's like going to a Megadeth concert wearing a Metallica shirt, right? Right, you can't do that. Like, I mean, not that Nir- Dave Grohl had left Nirvana on bad terms or anything, but but the time has passed, and obviously you were wearing this shirt just because you're wearing. Or it's shirt. like going to a Velvet Revolver show wearing a Guns N' Roses shirt or an STP shirt, right? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? You're just not. You're not really going to do that. It's like, oh, you're making a real statement. Everyone gets it. Yeah, you you like this you guy before us. he was cool. Yeah, we all bow to your musical right. <laughs> yeah history lesson jerk off yeah unbelievable but yeah so i mean so the, the worst experience that i had sitting in my seats is that i was a shoulder to shoulder with nirvana guy um and that was pretty much it and we had some annoying people that wanted to get in and out of the row the whole time yeah but that's par for the course yeah You're gonna have that. i'm just like i just don't understand like i'm like just get like a couple drinks and come back i was like because not only are you you're skipping out to go get beers like every few songs like you're so you're missing the show yeah you, you know you can buy more than one beer they're not like, right buy two off. yeah buy two and then and just they give you the out. lid right right they put everything in a nice madison square garden put everything in a cup and with a lid on it whether you wanted a straw or not yeah and i'm not drinking my beer with a straw what's no. up with that i saw people drinking beers with straws see you're letting down those sea turtles i just couldn't believe it i they, did those did that person expect that were they like well they put a lid on it i guess i have to drink it with a straw now let me count the ways that Mm. that annoys me there's just just i can't (laughs) even imagine i can't even imagine the way that (laughs) environmentalist (laughs) check yeah man card check idiot (laughs) anything else yeah (laughs) um having to reach down and suck instead of bring up and slurp right check so I, I I would say my train experience was fine. My concert experience was fine, but to add more to it, Matt's concert experience, once again, far different than mine. <laughs> well, mine actually was well. Yours not was that okay. Bad. Yeah, yours was so, okay. So we get into our section, and we're two in from. If so so we're looking at the stage. There's two seats to our left that are occupied by two ladies. Yep. And. Next to them, to their right, is my wife, then myself, then my brother. Three in a row. Yep. Next to my brother, on his right, is what can only be described as a boy who looks like uh, Dudley Vernon from Harry Potter. Like, just bulbous, (laughs) young man. Bulbous. Okay. He was probably six feet tall, at least 250, and just... You know, like a, like a, like a newborn baby seal. His skin was like shiny and like Oof. popping out. Like it was like sausage popping out of the the casing. Oh my goodness! And he is. It's almost like he was doing the Running Man for the first four songs. Like like swinging his arms. He's now more than halfway into my brother's like you know seat armrest extended area. Right, right. And just knocking into my brother. My brother is not the biggest dude in the world. You know, he's he's you know not even close to as large as this kid. Right. So the first thing my brother says, he turns to me and goes, man, this kid's really ruining this for me, but he feels, I feel like he's having the time of his life and I don't want to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, And I go, ah, man, you you gotta, you gotta. What are you going to do, right? So eventually, like, he thought maybe the kid would just wise up and stop, but he didn't. And eventually my brother was like, hey, uh, I really need you to stop getting into my space here. Like, I'm, I'm not in your space. Please stop being in my space. And I guess... What we didn't realize is that there was like a clan of people, yeah, of which he was the youngest member, <laughs> and of which the oldest member was clearly in her seventies. The Wolf Pack, yeah, um, and they were all enormous. It was like the O'Doyle family from uh... <laughs> <laughs> O'Doyle. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, rules! <laughs> Billy Madison. Oh, Doyle yeah. rules! <laughs> yes, exactly. So, I didn't realize this, but uh, apparently his mother had been, like, hovering above us, like, in, like, the standing area next to the elevators, just, like, yeah. staring us down, and I didn't realize it, but my brother Oof. was... So, we go down to get drinks in the middle of the show, and we come back, and you, and I said to my brother, I'm like, listen, I'll stand where... You, I'll sit in your seat and stand there, and, you know, if he keeps doing something, I'll say something. Well, we come back, and now that kid's no longer in that seat, and now the grandmother is. Okay. Grandmother June. Um, so I think, okay, everything's back the way it was. Everything's going to be fine. So all of a sudden, a woman is, like, shuffling by grandmother June past us trying to get out. And after she passes me and my wife, she gets in my brother's face and says, wouldn't it be terrible if I just shoved you? What? Yeah. They and, threatened, and, and, I, and I and I look at him and I'm like, who, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and she keeps walking away, and I'm like, well, that was weird. Didn't put it together until later on in the show. Yeah, that she is that kid's mom. Oh my god! And apparently, we were like picking on him by asking him not to continuously, continuously elbow my brother right. th- throughout the entire show, essentially ruining his experience. Jeez. So at the end of the show. For the last two songs, the two people to our left had left. Yep. Beat the traffic people. And I, I didn't see this because, you know, I'm staring at the stage and taking in the concert and there's now, you know, people to my left that's blocking me out. But yeah. that woman, according to my brother, was sitting in one of those seats just staring at him for the final two songs of the show. What? Yeah. That is creepy. Yeah. So then when the show finally gets up, I turn to my left to leave and I see this woman like, in his face, shaking his finger. How old are you? How old are you? And Connor's like, it's none of your goddamn business how old I am. What are you doing? Let me out of here. She's like, he is 13 years old. You were shoving him, blah, blah, blah. Shoving and him? And Connor's like, no, I wasn't. I was not shoving him. He was hitting me invol- like by accident because yeah. he's too big for his body. Right. Or, you know, he doesn't know how big his body right. is. And she starts, like, saying, like, you know, I'm actually. She shoved him. She's like, "Well, I'm gonna do something about this." Blah blah. blah. And I, I immediately turn because I'm, I'm blocked out. I can't get through unless I'm like shove my wife out of the way. Right, right, right. It's too narrow. So I'm just like 
leaning to the left, like yelling at her, and there's security right there. I'm like, can you please do something about this woman who's, uh, you know, physically assaulting my brother? And then she's like, well, let's talk about how you guys were doing drugs the whole night in front of my son. And and we're just like, what? She's like, oh, I know what you're doing. And, and you know, my brother has one of those those pens. Yeah. That you know, smells like strawberries. Yeah. Meanwhile, everyone else in the section is smoking actual cigarettes. You can smell it. And <laughs> yeah. actual weed. Yeah. Okay, my brother's got a, you know, a, a pen that smells like fresh strawberries. And she's like, Mom, we talk about this. And Connor's like, what are you talking about? There was someone smoking a cigarette and blowing it in your son's face. Wow. And, and, this, and this is what you wow. care about. So we had to hop down the row in front. Yeah. Like, walk down, step on the seat, and just get away from her because... I saw that going one of two ways. She actually starts to physically, like, really assault my brother, and I have to get in between my brother and a this woman, I'm not kidding you, was at least six feet tall and at least 250 pounds, if Jeez. not more. She was just, <laughs> she was ready to rumble. Yeah. Now, my wife is, you know, she's had quite a bit to drink, and she's starting to get mouthy, too, just screaming out, white trash, this, and I was like, all right, you need to be quiet. We need to get out of here because if if security comes and sees like men and women getting into our locations, yeah. we're gonna spend the night in jail in, <laughs> in New there, York City. Was there so, anybody there going World Star? World no, Star? there should have been though. But like, oh, it turned man. into me like telling her like, "What? Who the hell do you think you are? Like, get your hands on my brother?" To like me having to like hold my wife away and be like, "No, no, no. Stop we need it. to get out of here <laughs> because if this goes any worse, it's gonna be real bad." So I just I don't know like what what. Uh, what kind of situation is it where there's like a 13-year-old uh, just, I don't know, blimp of a, of a boy? It's probably not his fault, you know? Like, he's probably... Yeah. Well, clearly everybody was a giant. Right. And then... But there's like an entire crew of like family... Right. In the nosebleeds of a Foo Fighters concert. Like, wh- like where did you come from? The hills. Yeah. They, <laughs> they just crawled out of no, the hills. because when we first went down to go uh, get that drink... Before we came back and I switched seats with my brother, my brother like whispered in my ears as we're going down the stairs. He's like, I am dealing with a full-fledged Hills Have High situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. he's like, so that kid like moved away and now like they're all staring at me like with like that three mile stare. Like, like when, oh. when Jessica Biel runs in the trailer at, in the middle of <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre and everyone's kind of like smiling, but not smiling. It's like that, uh, <laughs> it's like that Black Mirror episode where the girl, that, the white bear or whatever, where yes. she's like running around and everybody's just looking at her and she's like, someone help yeah, me. But I didn't, that's like, I was like, Nicole was like, well, they've been staring at us the whole show. I'm like, I didn't notice that because I didn't see anything that went wrong. All he did was ask this kid not to smack into him over and over again so he could enjoy the show. Like the right. way I, it's not like, you know, I. If my brother had been like rude, which he he rarely is, he's usually pretty, you know, buttoned up like that. But then I'd I get it. I'd be like, yeah, well, you said some messed up stuff to somebody. They're gonna they're gonna give you the ice grill. But did all, nothing. All he did was ask to not be knocked into over and over. Please again. don't ruin my experience yeah. seeing a, watching that, a band live that I haven't. And that caused that before. woman to like think that we were like assaulting her son, picking on her son, blah blah. blah. It's like. Lady, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. So that, overall, though, the show itself, right. I had a great time. It was an incredible performance, but I just felt bad for my brother because, like, I don't know, he the whole time he was either getting <laughs> touched, right, or wondering like what's going to happen while these weirdos just stare him down for the entire entirety of the show. Like, yeah, some people just always have to find a way to like 
make things more interesting. I mm-hmm. feel like, like yeah. she, she created that out of just sheer need to on her end. Yeah. Yeah. Just a drama seeker, I guess. Making mountains out of molehills and causing trouble where no trouble needed to be caused. Yeah, we had a good we had a good uh, topic for discussion when we went and got a drink after the show, though. So that, well, and that's what I was saying too. I was like, man, as you're telling me this story on the train on the way back, I was like, this is going to be a good podcast on, the, <laughs> on Wednesday when we get back into the office. Yeah, but but the the harrowing yeah experience weren't over because after we got into our cars at Beacon and drove up 87, I know the skies opened up and it was like. Zeus and Poseidon were having an argument. War. It was oh a my war God. between the gods, for sure. That was some of the heaviest rain I mean, like you could not even see. Well, remember when we had to drive back from visiting our market in Sussex? Yes. That crazy it rain? Like that. It was very much like that. And at one point, I was like, you could bar- I, we could barely see the car in front of us with yeah. our lights on. And Can't see the lines? No, that was, it, that was, that was scary. I'm like, yeah, I, like, I put my seat all the way up like I'm in like a NASCAR car. <laughs> You're like an old lady. I'm like keep like blinking a thousand times per second just to make sure like see anything. Yeah, no, I it's crazy. That is crazy. But at one point, I don't know, I don't know why, but I I remembered, you know, like I was like, oh man, I don't know if I can do this for two and a half hours. Then I was like, oh wait a second, I'm almost already home. Right, (laughs) because we because we aren't driving all the way back up. Exactly. Yeah, that's so, the good trade-off. I don't know why, but it was, I was just being dumb. I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't know if how if I can do this for hours and hours because it wasn't supposed to let up. No, I know. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh wait, I only have an hour of this. I can do it. Well, the good news is, from my uh, my dad point of view, is that my lawn is going to look very yeah. nice. <laughs> also, there was somebody in a Jeep Wrangler literally tailgating me. I'm I'm doing seventy in the left lane, passing people, and that guy was on you in that rain, which is you know kind of pushing it. Yeah. And that guy wants me to be doing ninety, but but I'm I am passing people, so I'm not going to get over. Yeah, but he's literally like right, like you in you're in hydroplane territory. Yeah, that's a easily, bad idea. And he's just on me, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? You so do people, you, do you want to die? It's like the jerk that gets up on you when it's snowing out, and they're riding right behind you. Yeah. Like it's not it's not necessarily even going to be you that causes something to happen, but somebody in front of you could do something causing you to slam on your brakes and yeah. then they slam into you. Like, I mean, just think about that, people. Or Come like on. when you have the aisle seat and it, the person with the window seat is not, you don't know, and then the plane lands and then they get up and expect you to get up too, even though there's like, you're in the back of the plane and you have like right. 15 minutes before you actually can right. move. You can, we cannot like, on board like, yet, nope, ma'am. Nope, if you want to step over me, you're more than welcome to, but I'm not standing up just because you're the person who needs like, hook your head around the carry-on section <laughs> like a complete maniac. I know. Stupid. Um, people were doing that on the train, too. I thought that, uh, yeah, you're right. People people are crazy and weird. Like, Why? Just get up and your stop is there. Get off and that's all you need to do. Um, Gotta win the race. There were some pretty cool moments at the concert, though, music-wise and interacting with, with, with the crowd-wise yeah, and definitely. stuff. Um, I really enjoyed when they brought the lead singer of the Struts up to sing Under Pressure. Yeah. Because not only did we get to see them do a Queen song, and Taylor Hawkins, a drummer, um, sang the David Bowie parts, mm-hmm. um, but Dave Grohl played drums. We got to see Dave Grohl play drums, and that was awesome. You know? know, it was awesome. Uh, that was that was fantastic. I only wish that we got to see him play more drums. Um, another cool part was when they were doing My Hero, and they had the whole crowd sing along. Um, I posted that video when we got back to our hotel. I was just kind of going back through and looking at some stuff that I had recorded during the show. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put this video on, on Twitter. So I put the video I put the video on Twitter, 
and uh, it's it's blown up, Matt. I, I will say it's blown up. I'll play the clip right now because it was it's the whole crowd. No Foo Fighters are singing. No Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo Fighters. Uh, it's just the crowd <laughs> singing along to my hero right now. You can hear the idiot next to me in the Nirvana shirt singing too, so I apologize. <laughs> He's got a great voice. My wife took the same video such and a cool I thing. very, very considerately did not sing. Withheld from singing yes. just for the sake of her video. Yes. Because you it's don't, hard, it was hard. Yeah. It's hard to not sing that song when you're at MSG and everybody's doing it. But the coolest part about that is I post it, I close Twitter, go to the bathroom, you know, wash my face and stuff because, you know, I'm covered in sweat. I think I showered, I actually showered after the show. Came back, looked at my phone, had a notification on Twitter, look at it. The Foo Fighters have liked your tweet. And I said, what? And you're like, did we just become best friends? I know. I was like, the <laughs> Foo Fighters liked my tweet. And I'm looking, it's like, yes, this is the official Foo Fighters account. And they have totally liked my tweet. And I was like... Ricky, look at this. And he goes, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> um, and because they liked it, all of a sudden, all these other likes start rolling in and retweets and everything. So this tweet, as of right now, um, has 42 retweets and 532 likes on it. So thank you, Foo Fighters. Yeah. I couldn't that's believe it. awesome. All I did was put it out there so that, like, you know, people that I know could see it. And I wanted to show... Uh, like, uh, I wanted to show Coop, and I, I wanted to show Quinny Cantera and everything like that, because they were all asking me how the show was. Um, but that was a really nice surprise <laughs> to yeah, see. Yeah, that's great. Like, and, and then my brother was doing the numbers when we were on the train. He's like, of everything that happened yesterday, on the, uh, like, in general, the Foo Fighters account liked four things. Yours was the last one. Wow. Like, you made the, the cut. Well, it's cool. Like, they're going to remember that, you know, the whole MSG singing My Hero, which is like a... 20 year over 20 year old song i know you know what i mean it's like it's it's pretty memorable that is occasion. cool i think i've seen dave Grohl has said before that he he's never ever going to tire of singing one of his songs and hearing people sing it back to him yeah like how could you like but that's a lot of so times, cool like, you'll go see a band and like maybe you're sick of the one song yeah you know what i mean like everybody every band's got that song but for that guy who wrote that song it's the one that you know everyone's gonna sing and how can you resist that even if you're tired of playing it mm-hmm. you're not tired of hearing the whole you know over ten thousand people right. singing it well it's what i like song. is that with um with my hero and with big me is that they did it in a different style so they still played yeah. the song everybody still got to sing along to it but they played it in a, a slightly different style because yeah. think about how long they've been playing those two songs Right, it was just really slowed down, open chords, less crunchy. It was a lot like the Skin and Bones. Yeah, so um, that was really that was awesome. And um, also when they did um, Imagine a Jump, that was pretty cool. Too. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Have you never seen that online? That's a that's a mashup that yeah. somebody made. Um, it's cool. I just I um, I loved that. I thought that was but awesome. Yeah, my wife was like, I don't think I know that song, Jump. So I'm like, uh, what? As I'm, as I'm driving the pouring rain, I go. Siri, play Jump by Van Halen. <laughs> she it immediately knows starts it. playing. She's like, oh, yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm like, how? 
I just <laughs> I get up. Yeah, they're like, play- how do you not get that? It was just absolutely hilarious that they're playing. Yeah, he's going on and on about how we're all together here yeah. at Madison Square Garden, and we're gonna sing a song right now that's gonna just bring us all together. And it's where well, I'm a peaceful person yeah. and everything. And you know, the keyboard player is playing the chords to yeah, you know, Imagine by John Lennon. And then he's like, all right, if you know these words, I want you to sing along. And it comes to it, and he just goes. I get up <laughs> and nothing gets me down. And I was like, he's doing Jump by Van Halen right now. And he did the whole song. And yeah. I was like, he did the whole song. I also, I'm looking at the set list right now on setlist.fm. Yeah. And I did not catch that there had a guest saxophonist. Yeah, that was the guy during La Di Da. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, I was, was... Also, I was out getting a drink during that, so oh, I didn't okay. actually see that performance. Yeah, the, the guy, that I guess song, that. Even out in the hallway getting drinks, that song kicked ass yeah Lottie that is a, a new song. song by them that is yeah it's got the feel of like an old song to that's it. just a rock song right yeah. there they're all they're just such rock songs such rock songs i, I loved it every yeah. single moment of it if i could have figured out a way to somehow stay for the second show which was on tuesday night yeah, i would have done it would so. have been great do you know anyone in the band's name other than dave Grohl and taylor hawkins um pat smear pat smear um god I, chris something is the guitar player yeah and i yeah. do not and when they showed him i turned to my wife and Connor, and i go is that creed pratt yeah it <laughs> goes wait do you know who that is not catching the office reference because yeah. <laughs> like, it was so loud and i'm mm-hmm. like no that's that's the guitar player from the Foo Fighters. Yeah. i was just making a joke it's chris <laughs> it's chris something is the guitar player and uh god i apologize the bass player has been in the band as long as they've been around and i do not know the bass player's name there's also a keyboardist out there. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was we were, he was kind of we couldn't see him because of the drum set. Right he was on the other side, piano man. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it is a lot of the times in bands. You know, a couple members, you don't know them all. Yeah. Um, the truly I say that now, but I but that... I do know many bands with all their members. <laughs> now that I say that, yeah, I know a few. I yeah. wouldn't say maybe ten or less. Yeah. Got to be memorable. Got to be memorable. So. uh I five out of five for me, yeah, for sure. I would say four point nine out for me, just because. Well, also, you were slightly lower down. That hanging curved PA oh, speaker was okay. actually covering Dave. Oh, uh, okay. Couldn't okay. see him. Okay. But the screens are so big, and he was moving around so much that only if he was in his assigned spot, yeah, he was covered. So that plus, you know. Knowing that my brother could have had a more enjoyable experience, yeah. Had we not had the mutants from Table Nine, what was it from? <laughs> yes, the toxic, <laughs> the freaks toxic of Avengers. Yeah, yes, that's they what they were. The Toxic Avengers. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a lot of fun, and uh, we're going to do it again in October. Not so far away, but when we go see Metallica. That's true. So that's true. And those that. seats are going to be way better because we are right in front of the lower of the upper. Like we're we're upper level, but we're the closest to right. the front of the upper level. I think we should go. I think we should hit Druthers beforehand, just like we did with John Mayer. Oh, that's going to be quite the. Well, we got a we got a troop. Oh, going. that's true. We have a lot of people. We got quite the troop. All right. Well, I'm going to go like to Druthers. Druthers. It's like I'll a high see school reunion for, <laughs> yeah. for me because all of them had buddies that we were all into Metallica. We all get got together, our, got our guitars in ninth grade, and we're like, no, dead this. This amp doesn't have an overdrive distortion switch. <laughs> These amps don't go to, to 11. I need to play for the Bell Tolls, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're happy to be back, and uh, 
we're alive. Yeah, we made it. We made it. So we will catch you next time on the next episode. Uh, no concert review this time, but uh, or next time. And hopefully you get the whole episode this time. So yeah, there's we'll that. Who we'll, knows? We'll catch you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.